I'm just wondering how the Chicago Bears stadium should be, because I believe it's going to be packed. We didn't have too many people at the, uh, the 9 o'clock, so we didn't have a lot of people too at the 10.30, so most of the people traveling to Chicago to see, to see the infinite, infinite game between the Packers and the Bears. However, we are gathered here today. And in whatever way we can, we are gathered to be the church and to celebrate the presence of Jesus and God among ourselves. Churches around the whole globe are doing the same thing like us at this time. But unfortunately, church, churches around the globe are doing something else too. They are arguing, are disagreeing with each other. And the church members are not all getting along with one another and are even hurting one another through their words and actions. And when I say that, it's not just this church or the church building, but it's also it's about the church, our family, our homes. This is not just happening in churches, of course, but it's also happening in the schools, and workplaces, and even in families too. It is particularly painful when it happens in churches because it has to be the last place where we would expect it. Jesus knew that this will happen to his church. After all, it is a community, not as a regular community. He knows that we are a community of sinners. And that is why he offered these wonderful teachings today in the gospel readings. And in the second and the first reading as well. He offers an advice to all who are in a difficult relationship. And that advice is the heart of today's readings. But before I get into his advice, I want to point out a, a very important difference between our relationship with God and our relationship with each other. In the case of our relationship with God, Jesus heals us by dying on the cross for us. He acts on behalf of his heavenly Father to restore that relationship and then directly invite us into that relationship. Have you paid attention of the Ten Commandments? The Ten Commandments was, is, has been presented to us in two tablets, and five commandments in each tablet. 
The first five commandments is the relationship that we need to have with God. The other five commandments is the relationship that we need to have with one another. Let me rephrase some of them that was mentioned in the second readings. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. This is the first one. However, if we follow the other five commandments, they say, you shall not commit adultery. You should not kill. You should not steal. You should not covet. Those are the kind of commandments that he gave us for our relationship. But what about how is that relationship to each other? Jesus take another approach here. Because it is not a really his problem to solve. It is not his relationship. So what he does is gave us an advice. He gave us an advice and then he make us a promise. Jesus promises to be with us whenever we try and be reconciled to our brothers and sisters in Christ. When we gather in his name, when we pray in his name, when we seek to be reconciled in his name, he promises, he promises to be with us. Why? Because more than anything, Jesus wants all of our relationship to be healthy and whole. Our relationship with God and our relationship with one another. Jesus went to the cross to have our sin forgiven and to have our relationship with God reconciled and be restored. But he also went to the cross keep, to keep his promise to be with us always. And in particularly when we seek reconciliation with our brothers and sisters. And this promise is not just a doctrine that we need to believe. It is a relationship to be enjoyed. A relationship that is the heart of the wonderful things that we call Christianity, what we call Catholics. There is nothing more important to God than our relationship with God and with one another. 